0: And welcome everyone to Preferred Lies, the official podcast of New Hampshire Golf. Uh, I'm your host Dave Long and uh, today is the British Open show or the preview of the British Open which uh, we're all excited about. Joining us today, Matt Schmidt, the Executive Director of the New Hampshire Golf Association is with us. Matt, fresh off of 18, we're not going to ask him what he shot, but I heard... I
1: got I had 77. S-
0: yeah, Scott was uh, trash talking about who won. Before oh, we mentioned that we might
2: That's have pulled out a nice. victory. I'm not sure tra- I can trash talk. I don't think I was yet.
1: Well,
0: I'm sure we'll get to it. Your partner Anyways,
1: slow played us. Scott <laughs> Peters is here as
0: well. He's the president and founder of Golf and Ski Warehouse. And we have a special guest today, Josh Chamberlain, who is a member of the board of directors of the NHGA. And uh, the 2009 Thomas J. Leonard Player of the Year also played at the, uh, in the State Amp last week. So, Josh, welcome to the program. Excited to be here. Thanks. All right, excited. He might be the first person ever to be excited to be with us <laughs> as well. Well your reputation preceded you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and we're off to a fast start. And uh we haven't had to go to the second start as we usually do with the podcast. So we're technically Yet. right we're technically right on the right on the beam. It's anyway, so uh how is everybody?
2: Doing great, thanks. Yeah. We had a we just finished eighteen at Concord. We're at Concord Country Club. We had a Nice afternoon with uh, Matt Josh and I and, and uh, Matt's father.
1: Yeah, it was uh, there he's up here for a, a member guest here at the club this weekend and I'm still recovering from last week after the 8 a.m. It was a, a long week but a good week at Portsmouth and so it's nice to actually play golf as opposed to just watching people. I won't
2: games. talk about our match, but I will suggest that I'll be very I'll have a keen eye not only the British Open but the Concord member guests this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, because my partner, Bob, played quite well and uh, took full advantage of his shots. And I'm sensing Matt's concern for the weekend.
1: That he uh, won't. That he might not.
3: <laughs> and if Matt's partner could scare the hole from six feet, it may have been a different outcome. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. All right.
1: So
0: we have a, as I said, we have a big show today. It is the uh, big story, of course, is the British Open, or as most people like to call it. Be, is it are you uh, politically correct, call it the Open Championship Scott, or, or are you a British? You American? know, uh, I'd like to be the guy that will answer
2: that it's the Open Championship, but I've always called it the British Open. Um, I think the Open Championship is a British term more than it is an American term. But anyway, either way, I love this
1: event. Yes. Well, it's like they call—they want everybody to call Wimbledon the, ch- the, the championship, you right? Yeah. But and that—that's that, what they want to do because it is to them 150 years ago. Then fine, but for us. It's ubiquitously the British Open. Whoa.
2: We're back whoa,
1: to ubiquitously. Whoa, okay, I
3: think then. more people than not just no, refer to it on the side upon as the British. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, I, I'm, I I'm, have always called it the British Open. I'm with you. I prefer to call it the British Open, but every once in a while I get a look from somebody that who wants you to be politically correct. I mean, I love this
2: tournament. uh, You know, my instinct is to say that it's my favorite, but it's impossible for me to say that based on the fact I think the Masters is so special and it's the time of year and it's the first one and all that stuff. But, I mean, I love the British Open. Well, I'm
0: going to put that question to all of you guys a little bit later in the program about what is the biggest event and the best event. Uh, But uh, we're playing at a tournament, uh, I mean, at a golf course this time, the British Open, that hasn't been... Uh, played hasn't hosted an Open since 1951. Anybody know why that is? Well, I think Northern Ireland went through quite a time. Oh, probably, yeah. okay. Right? But, but, the the right. Troubles, That's as probably right. Correct. You're and,
2: right. and uh, you know, they're challenged from an infrastructure standpoint, too, in fairness. I mean, it is, I've been lucky enough to be there. It is a very small town. And so I think logistically they were challenged. The golf course was challenged because they literally no longer played. They took 17 and 18 out of the actual golf course. You may not know there are two right. golf courses there. And the championship course they're playing on is actually 16 of the holes of their big course, and they took two holes from the valley course. Um, so literally the course that I played 10 years, eight years ago, 17 and 18, are not in mm-hmm. this rota, in this rotation,
0: whatever you know, the layout. The setting itself may be more beautiful than Pebble Beach. I mean, if you're looking it's, at it, if you're looking at, I mean, I just went through the hole by I mean, hole. And, golf is kind of that way too. Though. Yeah, it's but I mean, it's right on the sea, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's fabulous. It really is. So anyway, and then uh, we're going to talk about the top stories. There's five store five. I outlined five big stories, but these guys may have some others. Uh, one being Rory McIlroy in the home court advantage. So I'm sure that Matt's going to take him and the predictions later in the day. But uh, there's interesting story. I would
1: be picking with my heart, and I'm not going to. Oh, (laughs) all right.
0: So we're going the Belichick route. Okay, and then we got some PGA news. Very little. I know somebody else is picking with their heads. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. We will have predictions, and uh, but before I do that, let me mention that uh, the presenting sponsor preferred lies is Golf and Ski Warehouse, where you want to go for the best selection, service, and savings. Swing by. (laughs) Golf and Ski Warehouse in Hudson, Greenland Sound and West effect. Lebanon in New Hampshire. That was your swing. And in Scarborough, was Maine. Dave's swing. Learn more and get directions <laughs> at uh, golfskywarehouse.com. All right. The big story is the Open Championship, uh, if you prefer that, or as we, some of us here prefer, the British Open. We've even had shortened it down to the British. That's kind of like uh, calling Kramer in uh, Seinfeld, so it's just got one name. But anyway... Uh, the amazing thing about it, I'm a history guy and a lot of, uh, I know Scott is and you guys are, um, it, it the the first championship was 1860. That was before the Civil War actually started in this country and 159 years ago and they've had 147 of these events. Uh, so it's hard. You know, Scott, you were talking before about, um, you know, the tradition and all of, uh, you know, that goes along with the masters um, for people over there, and golfers, as well as maybe people on this side of the water, of the pond, but um, it's pretty prestigious and they have, really have a lot of history there, don't they? Well, you know, as I've <clears throat> talked about in the
2: past, you know we consider an old course in, in the States hundred, maybe a little bit more 120 maybe at most at this, this stage. But you know and, and Ireland's the same. In fairness, Ireland and Northern Ireland are not much different, but Scotland, the home of golf, you know, they played golf in the 1500s, the 1600s, and so it's not even close. They were playing golf before we were a country. Right. So when you think of it in those terms, it's pretty cool. Now, Northern Ireland is slightly different, but they love, their culture is all about golf. Every town has a church, a couple of pubs, and a golf course. And they love people who love golf, and so the atmosp- atmosphere over there is second to none. You, it, like, it the whole culture, the whole climate every person over in these towns loves golf and so i think that just adds such a special uh, part to this these events and i think that sort of is enhanced by you know the british open and, and the rota that they have
0: josh will go to you of the four majors uh which is the most prestigious to you
3: Ooh, prestigious is a I don't know what how to answer the most prestigious i can tell you the one i enjoy watching the most is the british open uh reason being is it it's a completely different type of golf than you know say the masters or the u.s open um or the championship it's the pga it's it's a completely different style of golf where you can watch shot makers make shots um, and it brings a lot of different people into the field in my opinion that uh, who have some imagination and know how to play the style of golf you look at I don't know how many years ago where Tom Watson at 60 whatever years yeah, 59. old he was 59 should have won that tournament <laughs> he his ball landed on 18th green in the there was probably a one-yard square he couldn't land that ball. If it was one yard longer <laughs> or one yard shorter, he would have been the Open champion. And poor Stewart's sake. Yeah, I know it. Right, but it always were, be the Open Watson uh, lost. Uh, exactly, totally agree. But yeah, and yet,
2: and yet, Watson. You know, it's interesting because I watched, ironically, watched that last night. They yeah. had the 2009 two okay, thousand and nine British Open. 2009 yeah, and. You know, they interviewed Watson beforehand, and, and he, when he first played in these uh, the British Opens, he hated it. Because right. it was the randomness and the quirkiness and the unlucky bounces. And he said, you know, as he was being interviewed, what made him get over that hump was he embraced it. Right. And the irony of that is he won <laughs> five, five of times. Them. Yes, right. Um, but because he embraced the bounces, and he would have won a sixth except for the bounce. Right. So it's just sort of interesting but about that.
3: at 59, he couldn't... He, no chance he could win the Masters. Nope. He's not going to win nope. the U.S. Open. He's nope. not going to win the PGA Championship. The <coughs> British Open is the one tournament where you can have a guy uh, win that tournament just based on his imagination, his well, way of thinking the contrary, around the golf brute, course.
2: Brute power, the the you know bomb and gouge version of American golf, if you will, doesn't really apply to the mm, British Open.
3: Absolutely not. Yep it's a it's a completely different game, and um, that's why I think. I would say it's probably the most prestigious as well, just because of the history you mentioned. But for me, it's definitely the most enjoyable to watch as well.
0: I, I'll amend, or I'll I'll define prestigious being the one you want to win most, and then we'll give it a second category: the the, the tournament that you like to watch most. The two different things, and and I'm with you on the British Open because I uh, for the same reasons. To me. It requires guys to use every club in their bag and sometimes in different ways than you normally would use them just because of inventive shots that you've got to take and and uh, and the weather and the elements that are part of it. Uh, the wind A huge part. Is a huge and it's got to be Josh and
2: I were talking about that yeah. playing today is, you know, when you play in Lynx golf, you're playing downwind on let's just say at the fourth hole and you you dr- hit this drive and it's 200 yards past this bunker you look to the right and you're like what a silly bunker that is what the heck they have that bunker there for and then the next day the wind's totally the opposite it's totally in your face and you're in that bunker <laughs> that you can't believe was even in play and so uh, the elements dominate that style Oh
3: absolutely I mean I was fortunate to play at in the Publings abandoned dunes in 2012 and Bannon Dunes in Oregon is one of the few courses in the in the country that's just true Lynx golf. And I, rem- I was mentioning it to Scott earlier. I, rem- I remember there was a I had a 200 yard approach shot out of the rough downwind, and I took pitching wedge. That's there's no other type of golf in a traditional you know American golf course. There's never a, a point where you're gonna Hit a wedge 150 yards and play 50 yards of roll. It's it's a completely <laughs> different game. It's something you have to think about every shot, and that's why I think it's just it, it, it makes it, it it makes it enjoyable to watch because you actually get to see these guys, you know, imagining shots and shot shapes and where they want to land it and how they want to play. Because the there's no one
2: way to play it. Exactly. You can fly sit- it all
3: the way there, or you can <clears throat> run it. 50 yards up on the ground it's
0: like also you know sometimes you see drives that just keep rolling and rolling it's like you're putting your golf ball on a bowling ball a bowling alley sometimes and it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling and you don't even know if it's going to stop so to me all of that is interesting matt where where do the where does the british open fall in the the one you'd like to win most or the one that's most interesting or well, do you have another category
1: i would i mean I think, you know, if you ask Rory McIlroy which one he wants to win the most right now, he'd say the Masters, right? Because I think that's that's a fraternity that you're in for the rest of your life, that you get to go back with your green jacket and you get to go to the Champions Dinner and you can play in that event until, you know, if they got to wheel you out in a wheelchair, you can do it. Um,
0: and there have been guys, fair and, number of guys that
1: they do it like that. with. <laughs> I mean, so I think I think the Masters is just, it's... In some ways, I guess it's different than the other ones a little bit. It it is on a different, for me at least, on a different level because that you're just you're part of a group, and I get you're part of a group when you win a major, uh, you know, an elite group, no matter what. Um, but look, I love I love watching the British too, and it's it's fun. I remember when Phil won that one of the things they were talking about was how Phil hated playing in the British Open, but he had to embrace what sure. golf was over there. <clears throat> Um, and I you know it's, it''s
0: does that include fasting now this week when he's you see he's <laughs> that's, word, that's isn't isn't under it? the fill being filled <laughs>
1: yeah. um, it's look it's, it's great to watch. it's fun to watch. it's so different to watch. Um, heck it's fun to be able to wake up and watch golf you know for I, yeah no kidding. I can't, straight, I can't wait for Thursday hours, morning because yeah. I
2: wake up I usually wake up early as we get older we wake up earlier and I mean I'm, or I know, yeah, no no matter kids. when I wake up. I can turn on the tube and there's live British Open golf. I mean, it's no, you know, be awesome. it's
1: it, it, the the crowds over there. To Scott's point, it's people who understand golf. They're very appreciate golf savvy. Yeah. they they appreciate it. they respect. You know, they like they. You know, they there's they've, nobody
2: yelling mashed potato right, or
1: you to you to man. You know, <laughs> yeah. I also on some level, I guess, appreciate the fact that they've embraced our great champions. You know, they when totally. there's that give and take, they love Tom Watson. They love Tiger. You know they love the guys who have come over and said, "I like being here. I like playing this kind of golf. It is different from what we normally do on the PGA Tour, but it's still a challenge, and we need to appreciate it and embrace it." And and, and I just it's I just think it's it's always so you know to see some of those shots, and it is just a beautiful part of the world when you know you see the setting sun and this the, when it, over there it's like nine o'clock at night too because the sun stays up forever. Um, it's just, it's it's fun and it's neat and it's different. And um, I think there is something to be said for the fact that there's been 146 of them now before this one. And um, that's that's pretty darn cool. You know, one of the
2: things, and I'm not a huge tennis guy, but they play in different conditions, right? And so clay is different than grass, and it's different than hard courts. British Open is different than, you know, it's sort of our version of a different surface, yeah, if sure. you will. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. Now, to, I think it's also fair to acknowledge we're Americans. So our first instinct for the most part is going to be the Masters of the US Open. Yeah. I, I got to believe that if you're if you're a Brit or or European, the British Open's probably um your first love. I mean, that's what you probably grew up watching. I think there's certainly Masters gets a little of that, but I, mean, I think yeah, the yeah, answer yeah, depends on where you're from. Right. I mean, Rory McIlroy from he played at Portrush. Yeah. So to your point, I think Winning the Masters would be unbelievable because he'd be the f- sixth person in the history of the game to win the, the Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. But he's only going to play once in his hometown,
3: right? It's so it's
2: an interesting it's an interesting question. Is it more important for him to win in his hometown another British Open, or be the sixth person in history yeah. to win the Masters?
1: It, so I, I also think you can look at I mean somebody like Faldo. You know, he really embraced what Augusta was and how important sure. it was for him to win the Masters. And um, you know, I, I guess you're right. We can sort of look at it the other way that there are the Europeans do view that because I think they're coming over here you? to play it, yeah, right, sure. as this sort of pinnacle. Yeah. Because you know, they played Lynx golf their whole life growing up, and then there's this there's this place in Augusta, Georgia, that is you know this cathedral of golf that they want to go and be able to to perform well. Yeah.
0: I think I'd want it fit. Uh, I would want to win my home, of course, in my home. If I was Rory, I would. Or in circumstances like that, I, that's, I would.
2: It'd be pretty special. So yeah, did you see
1: it? what shirt he was wearing today in the practice round? No, he had a golf shirt on, and the logo on it was a washing machine. What? Because his whole—I I don't know if this was a, a television show that he was on at one point when he was a kid, kind of like Tiger, but he was hitting chipping balls into a washing machine. What? The, Nike, right. the yeah. Nike commercial with him yeah. and...
2: And he, they literally made a shirt for he, him? So he's got that? a shirt and a and oh,
1: logo with was the washing machine. Yep. That's cool.
0: Might be the only golf shirt known to man that is not for sale at Golf & Ski Warehouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yet. <Okay.
0: laughs> so on order. Especially if he <laughs> No, to I think his always The one that would definitely never sell
2: at Golf & Ski would be the 99... Uh, uh, Ryder Cup shirt oh the my Ben, God, the that ben Crenshaw the shirt we're probably in the sale rack still with that yeah. being anyway.
3: said that was maybe the most memorable Ryder no Cup doubt. Ever. No doubt. Yep. Those to shirts me, were hideous.
2: I got a feeling
3: about <laughs> that. <laughs> that. That was hideous. Was to me,
0: that was the <laughs> most unbelievable comeback, I think, in any sport I've ever seen. I because so many you know. different people had to do it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not true. like a team, like it's the true. Patriots rallied against the Falcons yep. uh, with an incredible comeback. I
3: will tell you what, I, I remember that vividly. I was a freshman in college at UNH, and I was watching that with my roommate, and I said, if Justin Leonard makes this putt, I will do... I'm, I'm not nope. going to say it right now. <laughs> you know, the question but,
2: I have is I don't know what it is, but did you do it? I did.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> they let me stay in school. <laughs> All right, good,
2: good. So the story ended well. There were fewer but,
1: CCTVs back then. So. <laughs> but, uh, no
0: iPhone right. to, to record. It,
3: that, was, uh, that was an amazing moment. I that passed
0: was. on tickets for the final for that. Of course you did. Uh, but, did you, uh, in a way... Was Plymouth
2: State playing some pickup up hoop game? N- no, 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 no.
0: I I thought it would be better to watch it on television because of the nature of... There's so many different holes. Generally speaking, And if you're at an true. event, you can only watch one. Generally, you, know, you can only well, Not, to, not he,
1: to get too much off-tangent, but have you ever been to a Ryder Cup? I have not. The Ryder Cup is totally different. I went at Valhalla. I actually went to Brookline. In you know, 08. It's, and it's, it's weird. It's a very
2: difficult uh, event to watch. Right, because you need very, to yeah. post up somewhere. There are watch four the matches. Ma- right,
1: the matches come through, and then it's like, well, I guess we should go that eat That was lunch. great. Right. Yeah. So you
2: wait hours for, you know, one hole or whatever. And so, you know, and if you pluck down on 17, <laughs> they may never may,
3: get it. Ne- <laughs> right, exactly.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, I went to a, an LPGA event in... Um, uh, right on the it was the New York Pennsylvania border, but anyway they had it was this course, and in the middle of it there was like this hill, and all of the holes were surrounding it. So if you went up on top of the hill, you could watch like eight holes at one time. It was great. Did you go on the hill? Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. But, uh, so, anyway, there's certain, cor- I don't know if they built it that way. I don't think so. But Elmira, that's what it was, the Corning Classic or something like that. Well done. Anyway, but, uh, so, it was very memorable. <laughs> I don't know who was in it. I don't know who was playing. So it was very memorable. I, I just know I had a great view of eight holes at yeah. the same time. So and There's your British Open moment. And, and but that probably played a role in why I didn't go to the Ryder Cup because I wanted to see the whole thing. And I think I made the right decision, even though the thunderous crowd. I'm wondering if you were let in. Right. <laughs> I was there. I was, what was I doing? Oh, I was working for um, now NBC Sports right. Boston, so we had tickets for everything right, in those days. Um, all right, some news before we get to a uh, news. I mentioned best headline of the week so far is hungry for a win, Mickelson fasting for the event. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just, put just trying
1: th- to say relevant. Yeah.
2: I guess I was going to say don't care. I mean, I actually like Phil, but, I mean, come on, really? I would agree. He, How without social media, him? nobody would know, and most people don't care. He's 48 or 9. I, I appreciate his efforts to try and play better, but
0: is fasting really? I, I don't know. Whatever.
3: We're trying to stay on the map, in my opinion. I, agree. I He's, um, yeah. Yeah. That's.
0: I think Akeem Olajuwon uh, was Player of the Month in the NBA during Ramadan, where he had the fast. So who knows? So just at a one quick time. last Mickelson
2: thought is he's played in I don't know twenty some odd Presidents Ryder Cups in a row. I think it comes to an end because yeah. I don't see A he's not going to make the top whatever ten. And the real question is, would Tiger pick him? <laughs> anyway, just it's an interesting thought because he's played in so many. He's a good team guy and all that, but Tiger is the captain. And it'll be interesting to see, you know. I,
3: I think he might, to be honest with you.
2: <laughs> he might. Um, he might. Yeah. So he's probably doing everything he can to sort of play well, so that Tiger sure. can, you know. But it's an interesting dynamic. I don't know if fast. I mean, the think way about would go. But obviously, think about that. that's not the way Tiger I've and gone. Phil have never been. You know, I went for the stadium. Besties, and yet <laughs> all of a sudden now Tiger is responsible for keeping Phil's streak alive.
0: Well. Those things have to end at some point, Which, and normally street, when people are forty-nine or fifty. That's pretty
1: meaningless. Agreed, in the grand but it's still pretty impressive. It is uh, the first four. Although I call one of those events an exhibition, the Ryder Cup, I wouldn't. I'd say the President's Cup is a little fabricated.
0: Agreed. Yep. First group goes off at six thirty-five a.m. They don't normally go off that early, do they?
1: That's well, 1.35 Eastern they, time. But they only go off <laughs> So, they only
0: go so off first
2: of all, tea. it's the biggest field in all of golf. They have the oh. biggest field. Okay. They only, they, the they only go off the first tee. They only go off one, and yeah. the daylight is four yeah, Because they
1: have, you know,
0: you can tee off at, eight hours of tee time. Totally. At least. I'd yeah. say more. All right. And who of the last three winners, Heinrich Stenson, Jordan Spieth, or uh, Francisco Molinari, has the best chance to win? Molinari.
3: Molinari. Agreed.
1: Agree. Spieth. Uh, yeah, he's has going through
2: a, a real hard time. Stenson's awesome. He's still playing well. He hasn't played as well as I mean. So yeah, in I the think, order, it'd be I think, Molinari. and he's
1: had injury issues. I think father times maybe catching up on him. Might a be. Bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: What's up with Spieth? I mean, he's just.
2: It's it's odd. I mean, I find myself liking to, him, I mean, and so but he's never had a great golf swing, right? And agreed. so. So his wins, think about it when he beat Kuchar, he was making bombs and he got up and down and he, you know, the fact he could make par from a hundred yards into the driving range. His and,
3: flat stick made up for a lot totally. of, his and even his
2: pitching and chipping. So adequacies with a swing. You know, I think he's still good enough to win, but tee to green, he's just not as good as the guys coming out. Agree. I mean, that, that's there. the
3: type of thing. A guy like Spieth, I mean, he's not. He's not a guy you'd watch play and right. say, this guy is the best ball striker I've ever seen. But he rolled the rock for a short time better than anybody on tour. And you wonder, and can that last? He he and that's the type of thing that can you know, that comes leading. in waves. I agree. And I agree. this is... Uh, I this think, is, think he
2: still will win again. I think he has another major in him. I mean, the fact that he's only won three before 25, and you say, now can he win again? But... You know, he doesn't hit it well enough. Yeah. No, so it, absolutely.
0: Our, you know, our conversation about when we were talking about Kapka, um, is he a guy who's in that three- or four-year hot streak, or is he right. on so his way So the question to being was, is he a great
2: player or on a great run?
0: Right. So I think
2: right now you could argue that Spieth was on a great run.
0: Right. So he's in that category that I we think were so. wondering about.
2: I think so. All right. And I think Kepka's the alternative. I mean, he is turning out to be just a great player.
0: Why do you say uh, putting kind of can come and go if you're really a good putter? Is it guys just get hot? I mean, for instance, back to another sport, it's the closest thing I find putting is free throw shooting in basketball. It's rhythm. I mean, you don't have to you know, go and you don't have to, you know... There are no no elements in
2: free throw shooting. It's the same distance with no wind, no break, no nothing. Putting is a total feel thing, and I think it's... You know, they're great putters. But to be able to make 20-footers, which is... You know, Spieth wasn't a great putter from 10, and he was a great putter from anywhere. Right. And you can't make 20 and 30-footers your whole career. I don't care well, who Well,
0: I'm not saying you're going to make 20 and 30-footers like a free-throw shooter. A guy who shoots 90% is going to make them. It is the same exact shot. But it also is the mechanics and the feel, as you say. I mean, free-throw shooting is all feel in your hands. And so if you've got it... As a putter, why would it come and go? I mean I can see why maybe you're not reading the green well or you know that put some putts are tougher than others, but I would think if you got it, you got it. I mean because it I don't
1: know, because it does, because that's the nature of the game. He made a
2: disproportionate amount of putts from longer distance than anybody. And so that doesn't last.
3: I think putting in in my opinion, I mean I talked to you about it today. Ball striking has never been my my thing. Yeah, but I've I've had streaks where I can putt, and a lot of it is mental. Uh, so compare
2: and contrast your good streaks versus your not so good streaks. What is the difference?
3: Putting is such a you know it's different than the swing. It's such a fine motor skilled type of movement where your mentality and your confidence translates into how your putting stroke with. is. And it's probably the same with free for three free throw shooting where, um, you know, if you know you're going to make it, your stroke is is solid. It's, it's not going to wobble. You know you're going to make it. You're going to put it on the line you want. When things start to go a little awry, that's when you start tinkering, you start thinking, and... Less
2: trust, air balls. But but yeah, you're strong. I'm I'm going to amend something I just said. It's completely different. I'm going
0: to say ten foot putts and in are like free throws. I'm going to say putting from distance is more like shooting from distance, which comes and goes. But even for the best guys,
3: I will say you know, first round of of Portsmouth, I didn't hit it great, but I made everything. And when I stood up to a putt, whether it was five feet or thirty feet. I thought I was going to make that putt, and I I put a stroke on it thinking, you know what, it's probably going to And I go get in.
2: that, but that's a fleeting thing. Exactly. Absolutely. It, it, it it that's is. totally f- fleeting. Free throw shooting, like free throw shooters so shoot mechanical. 90%. Right. 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 No putters in so the, maybe, the world make 90%. Yeah. Right. Maybe free throws are
3: not a good
0: I'm in saying 10 feet. No, I think mean, it's a fair analogy. But,
3: but, but I would say, you know, when you're not putting well or, you know, things start going awry, you're not looking at that 20-footer saying, I'm gonna make this. You're, You're getting thinking, that twenty, can 20 I footer. Say, can I so get it where can it, I, I yes. please get a tap in <laughs> yes. for this putt? <laughs> yes. And, and don't
0: leave me a four footer. I'm gonna guess like a guy that, like
3: right. Jordan who's who relied on his putting for his success. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of standing over a putt saying, Man, I'm gonna drain this and I'm gonna win this tournament, is saying please hit it close Right. And, and it's a it's a total
1: different mentality I hate it I don't want to make this all about me i pretty good today you played pretty great. Today. right and so you know what I was thinking standing over I wasn't thinking about anything and when I actually started thinking about how hard should I hit this you know how what do I, you know short backswing good follow through I hit a couple bad putts. You just you get in these. When you're, you're putting well, you
2: right. don't. I, you're, it's Absolutely. a great one. The one real bad hole I hit today. I see the line. See, I the feel hole the looks line.
1: Like it's a you know the size of a, a manhole cover, and you just think you're gonna you think you can make everything. And the next On 18, day,
3: when I asked you for a, for a read, that's the one time today right. where all I was, day.
2: By the way, yeah, exactly. Why is the only that? time? So let's think about that. Not to, uh, but I mean it's an interesting dynamic to putting. Yeah, you're a very good putter.
1: And that's my. You thing. didn't
2: ask. Anybody all day for anything. Correct. And the most important putt of the day, I correct. Gave him
1: the straight read and he yanked
3: it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, but it's a different That's all true. <laughs> but no, you're but exactly a, right. But it's
2: an interesting dynamic too. Cause like you would never get to a free-throw line and ask somebody to read the shot. Exactly. Right.
3: I, if I stood over that putt without asking you and didn't think about it, I probably, probably would have made it. You yeah. got it. You got but it. it brings a different mentality into your head. You're thinking, oh, this is where he said to hit it. This is where I have right. to hit it. Right. And your stroke is different. And you probably
0: also it. got a thought in your brain going, I'm not sure I got to hit it there. Right. You know? That well, look, add, when when, you always when well, you're always
2: going, playing well, Matt you, you anything, see so the line, you don't need to ask. If you're If you're unsure of the line, That adds an element that that decreases the percentage of make significantly. Well, that
1: that little part of your brain that is focused on the feel side of it, with how hard you need to hit it, isn't paying attention as much because now you're just worried. How many times we you You fell in love with the line instead? Well, and Matt, I mean,
2: Josh said you said this ball marks the line. He was married to the ball mark as opposed to.
3: I wasn't focused on my stroke or just hitting my right. normal putt. I was just saying, oh, I better hit this ball mark, or so Matt's going to kick me putt, off the golf course. Do you
2: putt at a mark or do you putt
3: feel? Total feel. Same, same. I've never, you know, it's funny so, you mentioned so that. So interesting
2: because you got caught up in something that wasn't your. Strength. You're exactly and you right. What's
1: interesting is, I do the same thing. So if somebody told me to point to, or to putt to a spot. I don't like that. I mean, you know, just, it's all—it's a feel thing.
3: It's funny. You met. all the four balls I play with Kohler. I've played with Kohler for however many years, and he'll say he knows I, I can putt, and he'll say, "Josh, can you read this for me?" And he'll say, "Is it two cups?" And I said, "I have no idea how to give a... I look at a putt, and I I yeah. just see the line in I'm my totally head. The same I way. don't pick a spot. I, I don't feel it. I you're exactly right. So. On eighteen today, when Matt says this is the ball mark you want to hit it to, that's completely outside of what I'm used to. And, and more it,
2: than that, Matt's
3: reading it for his stroke, right? Not for your stroke. So, I'm, bottom line is, I am going to completely blame <coughs> the loss today on bad read on eighteen. So there it is. We got to the bottom line.
2: I, you know that was good. It's all good. Once again, Dave, we leave the show. We're not leaving yet, but with it being <laughs> Matt, just we, we, Matt's we haven't fault. even gotten to the big story yet. Right. But it's Matt's
0: fault. <laughs> uh, well, all I know is this: when you do have that feel in your brain where you know it's going in, the rare times. Well, actually, it it's a good feeling, isn't it?
2: If I'm putting good, and I I mean, I don't see anything other than it just doing what it does. Yep,
0: it's like Danny Noonan and Caddyshack. No, 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 no. Oh no, that was not totally. Kat- That think, was you don't Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, right?
1: Josh makes. I never, as a golfer, thought. Well, I played that putt. Two cu- two cups out, or two balls out. No, I looked and I said, "That's the line I like. That's the line I think it's going to be on, and I'm going to put it." Yep. And you make it. Yeah. And that, I mean, yep. that's
3: and that to answer your question earlier, that's how, in my opinion, guys who rely so much on their putting can, you know, like Jordan Spieth can rip off a bunch of wins, and then all of a sudden, when you start to have doubts, right. things completely change. Yep. yep. And-
0: yep. And and we've seen the results. Vice of that. versa.
3: You see
2: someone like Adam Scott who rips it down the middle and knocks it on the green and can't see that line for the life right. of Right.
3: So that's the kind of guy that will always be in the mix but right. has a tough time winning. Closing the deal.
2: All right.
0: Our top five stories at the uh, British Open this weekend's British Open, which kicks off on Thursday. Uh what's the biggest story to you, Scott?
2: Well, it's hard not to think Rory's the biggest story just because it's his hometown and he's playing well and all that good stuff. Um, I think the golf course is a huge story because it's the unknown.
0: I got it listed number one, but we might what, change. The golf course or yeah, Rory? Yeah, but, but I might, you might be right about Rory. I think
2: those are the two big stories to me, the golf course and Rory. There's a whole bunch of other great stories, but those two jump to mind.
0: There's a... There's, um and, and they intertwine, don't they? The golf course sure. because of where it is and where they Sure. Uh, there's, a, there's a story on ESPN.com today by Ian O'Connor, who isn't one of my favorites generally, <laughs> only because he kind of sees this. Does he talk th-
2: about Tiger too much for you?
0: Uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway. Vince Lombardi because oh he God. comes from his town or something. But anyways, from so New Jersey, Harman but, but Killebrew didn't like Harmon Killabrew either. <laughs> he's got he's he's nuts. But anyway, he 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 reads things into things that just aren't there, or their imagination. But anyway, that's beside the point. It's a story about Rory and it's about and it in a way is kind of contrived, but it is talking about where this course is you know, the troubles that happened in a uh, divided country and in Britain and his feelings and things. So, I mean, I, I would encourage anybody to read it if they get a chance to do it because uh, I'm not sure I buy it all, but it is interesting, especially about the I mean, it, uh, about I mean the when troubles I was a kid,
2: Belfast was a place right. you wouldn't go. Yeah. You know? Right, right. Right? I mean, Northern Ireland was a place you didn't go. And so that seems like a distant memory because I went there eight years ago and thought it was one of the greatest places in the world. So. It's an interesting sort of dynamic as as it's evolved.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's and and it's all the more real, even though it's 20 years since that since the since the truce happened. Uh, you know, it's all part of his upbringing. So, and they have a wall. Trump would love it there because they've got the <laughs> wall between the two places between the two. Guys. Northern Ireland <laughs> okay, and the Republic, then. but anyway. So, uh, but it's that's a a, that's a reminder. And it does, people always saying, does. Josh, You're saying, welcome to the show. Yeah, bring back. Well, you told me what you have done in the past, uh, yep. Josh. So I figured we would go to your ballpark. But <laughs> are we going to a VW? With <laughs> anyway,
2: a, a bust story at this <laughs> no. point? Or? Okay, no, I think that's no. for the best. Anyway,
0: so I would encourage anybody. read It was interesting. It was, yeah, it no, was more best. than a golf it's story, but cool. it's a, it, it talks about his what he's. The emotions that are a part of what he's doing as well. So which he a, shot so.
2: 16. Rory shot 61 <clears throat> as a 16 year old at Royal Portrush. He's the course record. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine being a 16 year old, 16, and he shot 61. Now he said that he never broken 67 or something like that before that round,
0: but he shot 61 as a 16 year old. Can you imagine if he was just playing and like, picked up into a foursome with like three guys who didn't know who he was and. They're pretty good players, and they think they're gonna. Oh, we got to play with this kid, and he could shoot sixty-one. Yeah. So, anyway, so I guess he knows how to play the course. I guess was it the yep. bottom line of what you're saying in that yeah, particular think, part I think of it's it? Anyway. Part of the big. Part. All right, number two story. So we've got the course. Your thoughts on the course? I mean, I've only seen it with. I've gone through the hole by hole and the aerials, and you know, I'm a. I'm, there's not a tree within what. Ten miles to that place.
2: No. So what's interesting about the course is there are only I think I, I heard the number was fifty nine bunkers. Right. That's very few. Yeah. So sure. that's an interesting. You think of links golf with all these They're deep bunkers, though, a lot of them. Oh no, you don't want to be in any one of them. But but to me, it's more the mounding, and then you've got these. What they say is the the rough is very random, and so you can have you can you can. And this is part of the randomness of the British Open. You get a good drive, and they're five yards apart. One you can hit on the green, and one you have to chip out. And so, you know, I think there's not many straight holes. There's a little dog legs. There's a lot of mounting. There's a lot of fescue. Part of the charm of the British Open is it, there's that randomness again. No, that's
3: a, Yeah, you mentioned that. And that, to go back to the Stadium a little bit, that's one thing that I found interesting playing Portsmouth where um, – during that week I would say 75% of the balls I hit in the rough were flyers mm. and 25 percent were you know you kind of had a hack gouge yeah. exactly and it's big difference it, it, I mean three club <clears throat> difference. right and so it's it, that's one thing about you mentioned about that course where just hitting off the fairway into the yeah there are no trees there's no bunkers but just hitting it into, into the rough, the ability for a golfer to look at his golf ball sitting in the rough and say read the line. Is it an 8 iron or right. is it a 5 iron? Right. Um, being able Or to is read it a sandwich hack out? Exactly and it's uh, that's that's part of the charm of that type of golf.
0: Alright, story number three um, Tiger I don't know if he's the third biggest story but probably one of, they'll make it, he'll be one of the biggest five stories, no question about it but he hasn't He's played 10 round competitive rounds since he won the Masters.
3: So he wasn't fasting, right? He was staying up late, and that was his big thing? No,
0: he got up early. No, he got up, up early.
2: early, right, right. He's, he got up early. Social media is so crazy now because you get these <laughs> this information that, I mean, it's so random. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, and so Tiger was getting up at 1 a.m. to try and um, duplicate the hour that he had to get up for the British Open. I'm like, uh, you know, you I mean. could
1: have just gone over there and spent some time and played golf Hello. and gotten used to it. And he felt the need to post how, it online. How the heck? What
0: did he do after he got up? Tiger, <laughs> I
2: heard Tiger's interview. He even says he's not really ready yet. He's hoping that tomorrow's practice round. I mean, And he Look also at,
1: said the injury stuff is fine outside of the normal yeah. things, which, you know. I just I he, I, don't I think wouldn't say there's
2: zero chance but but I can't remember a match he's played in that's that suggests that he's less prepared than this right except for when he was really injured because right. he's not yeah. really injured so I mean I don't want to be unfair he's obviously injured but I mean in the sense of Ten competitive rounds since I April. I mean, is that's he not so... playing
0: because of wear and tear? He's concerned about that. Is that why, or is it? I almost sense just... that
2: that victory of the Masters was, was greater to him than we realize. I, th- I, and mean, I think I'm that's one hundred percent. And I think, and I think that that the, the sort of what the leftover of that is, he's okay this year with not winning again. Yep.
1: I, yep. Because he he wanted to win again or and playing he did last year. And then he said, okay... And I think we all kind of felt if he was ever going to win another one, it was probably going to be at Augusta because it's a place where he's so comfortable and has had so much success. And and he won there. And, I mean, the fact that he hasn't played... And they were talking about this morning on the Golf Channel that if... Obviously, he plays this week. And then... I forget what's... It's like... Some, Wyndham is next week and then something else and then the FedEx Cup starts. So if he actually... Plays well, Obviously, he's going to play this week. But then takes a week off. But then plays again. And then the the Fe, he will have played five times in six weeks. When he when he's played ten competitive rounds since he won the Masters. I mean, it's it would it would lend itself to say that it, if he misses the cut at the British, I, I mean, I would assume he'll you know obviously he'll play the first FedEx Cup event. But then he might crash out of the playoffs. You know, after the second event.
3: To your point, Scott, I, I think his drive, what kept, you know, really had him grinding was everybody saying, he is not going to win another major. Mm. There's no chance of him mm. winning another major. And when he put that green jacket on again, I think that Huge kinda, exhale, right? Exactly. I oh. think that kind of, you know, shut up all his critics mm-hmm. and he, you know, didn't have that same desire or drive that he felt prior to well, that.
0: You could see you could see it on his face in the last do three or four think, whole special. Do, this, do you think this you know,
2: evolves into how he feels in 20. I mean, I think he'll be a new person come 2020. I think 19, he's just sort of said, I won my major. I may be wrong, but I think he'll be more rejuvenated for next year than he is for this tournament.
1: I can see that. It'll really be interesting to see how he comes out and plays next year, because I, I agree with you that there's just this massive weight off his shoulders the fact that people are talking about his Jack's record actually in jeopardy again. I think he I, I don't know. I'd be I it'd be interesting to know if he really thinks he can get there or if he Yeah, thinks, I
3: almost wonder if this hangover will go past its this year. And
1: I, right? I ask more than I say, right? I, I how old thats is a, he? it, he's forty two? Yes and his birthday's in December, so forty three next think, year. Yeah, I think so. And you know, you just start to wonder where he says, Well I got that fifteenth, but Let's say he goes to Augusta next year and misses the cut or makes the cut, and he's irrelevant. And you know, is it back to well? I just I, I'm not good enough anymore. I can't compete. And
2: again, I think to, the Masters victory was greater at him than we we initially realized.
1: I, I think you're right.
0: I think maybe he just he figured he was never going to win another one. Well, and, and, and 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 as a result, by winning it, then it's like okay, I'm not winning two more. And you well, know, I've, I've right always now. felt I've always felt that the greatest players have, it must be excruciating to them, regardless of sport, to not be able to be close to what they know it is like to be that. And it's, you know, some guys are good, can just kind of tick down, tick down, tick down, and still, you know, grind along and do what they're going to do. I think it's, the Champions, it's easier in, the Champions in Tour Sports. speaks to your point. Yeah.
2: Great players don't embrace the Champions Tour as much as the average player does. Right,
0: because they can make some money. Well, but more <laughs> but than that, no, no, they I can know what still be great. Right.
2: Whereas, you know, I'm, uh, I'm not a huge Norman fan, but the, the champion Tour for Norman meant nothing because he gave all he had. And he didn't want to lose to people he thought were lesser than he Wasn't was. Isn't it going
1: to be the same for Phil, don't you think, when he finally turns 50? I think it'll be interesting
2: to see if and when
1: Phil right. ever does, plays. Does he embrace that, or is he going to say, I think he's forget it, I'm going to play all Fasting to events. be
0: 55 on the yeah. PGA Tour. He'll just play for higher stakes on the courses at home. Okay, you're throwing <laughs> the gambling in. All right, all right. number four, uh, Kepka going for his first uh, British Open. Can he take that step toward history? Josh, we have, by the way, uh, I've had this conversation, and I think we pretty much retired it, uh, after he won the U.S. Open. In that, uh, is he a guy on a good run, or is he a guy who's in the beginning stages of a historic career, moving up with the top ten guys or whatever? First of all, I'll ask you that question, and then second, can can he win, will he win?
3: See, when you asked that question earlier, what are the big stories about this week? Um, for me, I'm interested to see what Kepka does. I mean, it's the run he's been on is is incredible. Um, Tiger-like, yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's I don't care, you know, guys that have been around this game. There are guys who, in these situations, who can just take their game to another level. Whether it's at the amateur level at the stadium when the you know who get in that mindset and when the stakes are the biggest can just take it up another notch and i look at kepka and i say i mean what he's done has been it's historic what he's done i think personally i i think he's a great player i think this is something that's not a flash in the pan going to win you know whatever it is the handful of majors that he's won and then he's going to Sail off into the sunset. I think a guy like this who has the mentality or is you know the mindset of the biggest stage where he this is where he gets up. I mean, you don't see him winning the John Deere or whatever smaller tournaments he plays in. This it's is- an
2: interesting dichotomy, right? How great he is in majors and how right. much he seems to really be almost irrelevant in regular Completely. events. It's so strange. But nobody's ever been like this, right? I mean, nobody's been
3: average Joe and superhero. But I, I, I look at his game and his, you know, his length for the, you know the modern day golf courses. Not so much for the British, but for Augusta now. Augusta length is more of a premium than it was before. Uh, and the Open, I think his run is. We haven't seen the end of his run. I, I see. Quite a few more are coming.
0: I'll say there's one you were talking about being the average Joe and being a superhero, and the only th- this is not completely different. It's actually the opposite, but it's similar in that Tiger was Tiger in the majors and in the tour, but when he played in the Ryder well, here's Cup, here's the thing
2: about Tiger, he won like 140 something. No, cuts no, no what row. I'm saying is it's so right. Tiger was ridiculous.
0: No, I'm saying in the Ryder Cup he was a totally different player yeah. than he was. Yeah,
2: I think that's sort of a different dynamic. It I, is. I it's
0: know,
1: because it's a Tiger bigger, more prestigious event. Every but. time he teed it up, I think there are literally events where Kepka says, I don't really care. And and Tiger would grind his butt off
2: yeah, to make the cut by a shot because he would never want to miss a cut and and that's just not how Kepka's made it. He seems you know, to be a major championship, totally driven. I mean, he weighed... He, I think it's an interesting question. Here's my question. Will he win more majors or tour events?
3: Majors absolutely. Which is
2: amazing to
1: th- it, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I agree to with think you about. and
3: I think it's amazing sort of But you you get, you've played plenty of golf. Matt, you played plenty of golf. Golf is 100% in my opinion mental. You know how many players If you're
2: physically good enough.
3: If you can play. But I don't care who you are or what level you're playing at. The mindset you have, you you talked about this in the last podcast, a guy standing up in a tournament situation versus playing with his buddies on Wednesday Night League. They're completely different golfers. And the totally. only the only difference is your mindset, your mentality going into that round. It's the same thing for Kepka, in my opinion. He puts himself in a different place. Uh, he's almost like reverse of everybody else. When the stakes are the highest... That's when he gets into that mindset to win. And to answer your question, I think he's gonna—you'll see him continue to go on the streak of being relevant and placing high in majors and in the you know the regular tour events. Being you know this is not my thing.
2: I agree with you. I just find it fascinating the fact that he is that different at these events. I mean, he can play a PGA, a U.S. Open. And surround itself by other events where he just, you would argue, kind of mails it in. I mean, I don't sure. think he mails it in, but I mean, it seems like he, he sort of mails it in. Do you think he
1: in. cared about the 3M the way he cared about right. the U.S. Open? No. <laughs>
2: but, no, there are
0: guys, but there are guys in
1: other but sports. But you can
2: just all of a sudden start to care and then be first or second in your tournament. I mean, But it's I think amazing. that shows how
3: mental golf is. In the is. last yeah.
2: four majors, he's been first or second.
3: But that, thats that just shows how mental golf is. It, it, I think mind. it shows
2: how incredibly good Kapka is. I, well, yeah, right. Right. yeah, But
0: there's been other there's players in other sports that guys who are better playoff players, postseason players than they yeah. are during the regular season. Yeah, but I think you know,
1: you know somebody like Robert Ory. I
0: was thinking of this. You know, same,
1: that's that's a, almost a you know he's a victim but of don't, circumstances. Don't do right? a disservice
2: to Brex, Brooks Brooks no, by I, saying I mean, Robert Ory. I mean, because I Robert Ory point. was
1: in the right place at the right time. Like, and he was one, surrounded by greatness. Right. <laughs> Kepka is in the majors, he's doing it for four rounds and being dominant in case. So when Prop they tee game. up Thursday
2: morning, and we'll get to this I'm sure, who's everyone thinking about? It? It's Brooks Kepka.
3: Absolutely. Right?
2: Nobody thought about that at to your point of the three M, right? Right. right? But what when we tee off Thursday morning is Brooks Koepka now what's not Kefken the guy to beat? Yep, I right. mean, how could he not? And if he's on the leaderboard after two days? We're all going to say, here we go again. So it's a it's an interesting dynamic because I don't think we've seen a player like this.
1: Maybe, I don't think we've seen a player
2: that. who is that good in majors and seemingly not caring. I don't want to say not caring, but, you know. Yeah. It's different to him.
0: It just did. And is. I'll give a guy, not Robert Rory, but I'll say Rajon Rondo, when he was at his peak with the Celtics, was Far better as a player in big moments. Yeah, but he's not. not even, I'm, but he, I'm not saying he's has won majors. What I'm saying is he was a far different player to find a person and a with dominant greatness. Who's like Brooks
2: Kapka. There's nobody who is. I don't think there. I don't can't think. Of I anybody. agree with you. I agree with that. I'm just I, trying I can't to give find you anybody
3: certain anybody guys, instant, guys that elevate. Generally speaking, greatness translates whether it's a big stage or you're just great, or just a you know a, an average stage. You're you're a great. You're a great player. To agree with you, I've never seen a player who, in the majors, is head and shoulders above everybody else. I mean, else, it's almost
2: like if Johnny DeVito went and played with us tomorrow morning, he'd shoot he it should, he too. He, Yeah, exactly. Which he would never do. Right. Because he's too he's good. A good go- he's a good no. golfer. He's going to be good in whether he's playing in the end. But it's kind of funny how, anyway, I think it's very, he's, in a very, he's a very unique player and a unique time, and he's hard not to suggest that he is the player to beat. Yep.
0: Uh, and he's favored 6-1. to one. And he's uh, not going to win. What's and Rory at? Uh, Rory's second, I think, at ten to one, maybe eight to one.
2: Um, I think it's a hard bet. I just don't think Rory's. Gonna, I think it's uh, too much to ask.
3: That's a lot. I mean, that's too much.
0: That's ten a to lot. one. Rory's ten to one. DJ's twelve to one. Tigers twelve to one. I'll take the bet against that. And <laughs> shock Justin <shocking>. Rose sixteen. <laughs> shock, sixteen <laughs> <Jesus>. to one.
2: <laughs> See, Rory's in a tough position. That, Quick question before we go to the last part. What odds would it take for you to bet on Tiger? I don't think he's going to take 30. Wait, wait, wait. We have to acknowledge... To talk. bet on oh, Tiger? On our first podcast ever, we heard a snort. And hey. That was Matt Schmidt. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, what are the odds for you to take Tiger? Because you hate the whole Tiger dynamic.
0: I don't hate Tiger. Well, I, don't no, like I said Tiger. the Tiger dynamic. That I hate.
2: Right, and so what are the odds? Because ten to one's not enough. Twenty one's not no. Enough. No,
0: the only reason I say it is because he's not playing well. I don't think he's the got f- no
2: chance. I, right, I'm well, that's Josh. what I'm saying. He's,
0: he's he's not beat. zero because he's too good to be zero, but right. he's, less than five. Well, that's all Easily. I'm saying. It, on this particular event, I would not bet on him.
3: Like it would have to. If it would have to push one. fifty to one for me to think <laughs> about taking Tiger.
0: <laughs> I might do it at the Masters. I wouldn't do it here. Right. <laughs> All right, and uh, story number five, uh, Molinari. What do you think about him repeating? No chance. No chance. I disagree. No chance. Put it okay. Here's my question
2: to you. You got 100 bucks, your own money, not NHGA money, not you know. Because
1: oh, <laughs> I'm just willy nilly at the NHGA. You know how he just throws that around, like
2: Tiger, especially especially on the show, Josh. Well, let's go on the record right here. Before the British Open, the four of us, Tiger versus Molinari. Wait, we're all putting up $100? No, we're just... That was, <laughs> How about a dollar? It, we don't need to bet a thing. I'm just it's NHGA money. Yeah. It's like Monopoly. You know,
3: same thing.
1: I'll take Tiger.
3: Tiger yeah. versus Molinari? Yes. This week, ten, this just this week, just this week. Ten times out of ten, Molinari. I'm with Josh.
0: I'm with Josh. I'm
2: not with Josh. Ten out of ten, but I am. I think Molinari. I love
1: zigging when everyone else is zagging. <laughs> okay, <it>. but you <laughs> zigged before we, you knew we were. <laughs> Watch out zag. for the ditch. <laughs> no, he was setting me up to zig. <laughs> oh, right. Did you zag? Uh, I right. can't remember
0: who uh, who's going to come out of nowhere or come out of. Um, is there a person who's, who's winning, to, or are you just no going like, oh. to contention that you know you would say
2: Xander Shoffley's due to win, and I don't think he's that's out of nowhere because that's so unfair because he's not out of nowhere. But but in many ways, do you think of Xander Shoffley in that elite category? I kind of don't, should. and yet we should. We yep.
1: absolutely should.
0: Yeah, he's. So been,
2: I don't know if that's out of nowhere.
1: I don't know. I don't think there'll be a a, a Todd Hamilton type. Um, if ben that's, Curtis. If Ben Curtis. Um, don't see it. I, I don't. Agree see, with you. I don't see it. I think Maybe a European ma- that a, isn't, a, isn't
0: someone that you'd think of.
1: Well, then now we're no, getting I mean, into picks.
0: No, I'm just saying that I. It, it would. It, it, it would be easier for me to say I never heard of that guy, but even though he's probably because
1: there's all these guys who play on the European tour right. who are qualified right. for the Open yep. who most people have never heard of, and yeah. some of us who are anal about golf and turn it on at six o'clock on a Saturday morning just to find out what European tour of that is on it. Scottish Open's
2: up. on. I was totally all over it. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> Loved it. and you you know but that's dedication right I there. I love it. I love the Scottish Open. Um
1: but you know there are some of those guys but I, I also I I just there's too many good players. Now. We, talk, we talked about this in past weeks. That
2: So we talked about the top 32 in the State Am winning. I can't see anybody out of the top 30 winning, I, but I, I, what I, does that I mean? Agree. So there's
0: no Jack Fleck, or is it Marty Fleck? Who was the <laughs> – <is the>, <laughs> The uh, it was it was in the mass wow. what the fifty eight masters or something like that it was it yeah. was flat one played in the sixties yep. and one Marty,
2: Marty Fleckman was in tennis Fleckman no that's no
0: it's it's Fleckman I think no, oh anyway. my god yeah. did you play
3: in that
2: one I did yeah, <laughs> yeah. I missed the
0: guy. anyway he was enamored shot uh, you heard earlier <laughs> is this a pro tennis <laughs> he, a bad at no, <laughs> no. he was enamored he it right till the end let's go the winner right. and get out all right time to uh, predict our winners. uh... Matt, we'll go with you first.
1: Oh, I have to go first, Matt Wallace. Whoa! Just because is his hair red? I mean, no, what's up? With not. Him? He's, right. he's an Englishman. He's, he's, he's played, played really great. He's it's a legitimate really pick. Golf. He's pair right. with Tiger, though, so that's going to be a challenge. for You me. know what? I almost when I saw that this morning, it's a, I almost that's going to be a challenge for him because that's pick. a tall order. To- it is, and my and it's so funny because when I saw that, I, th- I said, "God, I'm going to pick him this week." And I was thinking, to myself, two days
2: with Tiger, it's going to be hard. I said, you he's know, ever play with Tiger? You got to
1: bear down and just, you know, beat Tiger. And, and I'm thinking, okay, he's going to play really well, and, and he's going to show up Tiger on the British Isles. And but then, you know, I, it was—it's funny because You'd you think say a, that. a
2: lover of the Fighting Irish would have his pick for the, you know, the Irish version of. But the, I, I, so I did have the
1: same thought when I saw that he was paired with Tiger. That's a tall, it's it is, taller. It's hard. Go you know, john
0: Josh.
3: You know, I'd like to pick the underdog and go out in a limb, but. Um, well, first I'll say I think Rory misses the cut. Wow. How's that? Oh,
2: that's I think in other circles that's called a hot take. Right. Right. Um, and you're breaking Matt's heart.
1: Take. Okay. I, I, I can't
3: I can't imagine I what got a he, dollar on that, but go ahead. I can't imagine what he's going through it's playing a lot. there. I it's mean a lot. that's uh, that's a lot on your shoulders. I agree. I do agree with that. Now, maybe if he doesn't miss... Oh, (laughs) (laughs) your first waffle over guest. No, No. but but I'll say that I think he's going to be irrelevant this week. How's that? Um but it's it's hard to go against a guy like it's so cliche but it's hard to go against a guy like Kepka. Right, look it, at, I
0: totally agree with that. It's, That's what Scott did for the US I, mean, look, so I totally agree to with that. Or if, it, PGA, if, I if I had to put my real money would, on would, the table on and Brooks,
3: put it on one guy, yep.
0: well that who so else I think there on. are two
2: guys. I think there are two guys and Kepka's one. How do you, to your point? How do you say no? Right. To, you have to hold your nose while no, you're paying I do flag. have to because I don't like this player. Um, I, I don't like That's It's terrible to say I don't like him.
3: I'm not playing this week. But he's
2: really, really good. He just won the Scottish Open. He won the uh, uh, Irish Open. No, I'm sorry. He won the Irish Open twice. He likes links Golf. He's playing great. He's got a bunch of top tens. He's super I unlike Don't all. like him at all. And John Rahm's going to win. Wow, I think it's
1: a great pick. I, I do. I, we, I, Scott I just, and I had this conversation out on the golf course. And day, says, and I said, I know who you're going to pick. And he said, really? And I said, it's a European, right? And Scott said, yes. And I said, it's, it's and one no, don't, want to, don't t- want to win. I right? totally he agree. Said, he's yes. a jerk. Yes. I think
2: driving the ball here is huge. He's hitting. He hits these hard cuts yeah. that are so straight. He's got confidence. He's got top tens. By the Mom. way, it's,
1: so it's funny, my dad and I were talking about Rom actually this morning, and my dad saw an interview with him where he's, he's talking, his favorite shot is he hits a little cut. He hits and, hard and cuts. And he's talking about, not
2: know, little squirrely things, he rips cuts.
1: And and he said, you know, when, when I, he really likes, sometimes when they get really offline, he says, sometimes they cut, we'll cut three or four mm-hmm. feet. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I feel the same way. Especially yeah. my Jeez. 4 and
2: an 18. I'm just a
3: 3 or 4. <laughs> well, I hit that
1: 40, drive on 17 today and it's <laughs> about a 3 or 4 foot <laughs> cut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the wind. It was the win, Josh. All right, I'm going with Dave. Xander to us. I'm don't going. go.
2: You can't go, with Tony Finau, because no, that's your go-to. I am going Shoffley. I'm going with Xander it's Shoffley. Good. That's he's a great pet.
0: He's been hanging around the top ten. He's been hanging in there uh, in the larger events. I think he's going to deliver. Is there this anyone
2: time. more under the radar who's played great? He's I, he's I'd be curious. Do you have the stat in the I first don't. three majors? I bet he's in the top ten all Probably. three times. Absolutely. He's so solid. And yet he's. You know, under the radar. Hey, can so, I? Give that's
3: because he's not posting a, fasting or waking up at one a.m. Right, on social right. media. So, <laughs> can yeah. I
1: give a shameless plug before we're out? It's time.
0: This is the shameless plug part yes. of the show. So,
1: I, I just want to congratulate my son Brennan today, who did drive chip and putt for the nice. first time. I don't have the final results yet, but he he, it was I, it was his first time doing it, and I was extremely proud of him doing it. That's in a, awesome. In a situation where I think he was a little more nervous than he thought he would be.
2: Well, as you um, said to us, how many kids?
1: Oh, there was forty-four kids in his. So career. he's Ooh. got
2: to show up to his. First, that had been overwhelming. Oh, for a I, kid. Think, I think. Remind it was. me how old
1: he is? He's eight. He turned eight in March. So. That would scare the heck yeah. out of me. I mean, I yeah. he after he did the drive party, he said to me that was hard, and I said, Brendan, I wouldn't be able to hit a shot for all these people watching. Right. It, so
2: it, your dad yeah. had a great day. Your son had a great day.
3: Just, <laughs> hey, for your the ability to stand up there. Matt lost one down there's oh, there's no there's no, <laughs> no sport
0: i don't think we were talking about this last week there's no sport that has a greater intimidation factor than hitting off the first tee oh no
3: I, I agree I, with that people um, guys that play with me regularly joke with me um, i've played in quite a few stadiums i've played in quite a few big tournaments no lie, if I get the ball airborne on the first tee, oh, it's such a good feeling. I am, I am pleased with my performance for the day. Oh, so yeah. you and smother
2: hook on one. You it, felt good.
3: That was perfect. Are you kidding <laughs> me? I, I kid you not. That's I mean, so the, I don't care how many tournaments you played in. Or I am so with you. Or how it good you are, or how much is. success you've had. Nobody's around. If you're oh, not, if you're not standing up on the first tee with a little pressure, bit, yeah. with feeling totally a little agree. bit and then, you know, go do something else because you, no question.
0: All right. Josh, that, thanks for coming All on. That'll yeah, do it yeah. for us today. I Josh, it. Josh, thanks Fun for time. coming on. Great job. Appreciate it. I enjoyed it. Matt and Scott, see you guys Cheers, next Dave. week. Cheers, Dave. Always a pleasure. And uh, that'll do it for Preferred Lies. Before I, I should say, right before we leave, the thanks to presenting sponsor of Preferred Lies to Golf and Ski Warehouse where you go for the best selection, service, and savings swing. Swing. By Golf and Ski Warehouse in Hudson, yep. Greenland, and West Lebanon in New Hampshire, and in Scarborough, Maine. Learn more about the great products there and get directions at GolfSkiWarehouse.com. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week.